as we have seen, the best 11 in the world have been announced. The Guardian announced the 100 best WSL players. Let's talk about that. Let's talk about Leah Valti. Let's talk about Leah Williamson and much, much more. You wanted an Arsenal Women podcast? Well, guess what, my friends? You got an Arsenal Women podcast. Let's go. Welcome, 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 my friends, to yet another episode of That Arsenal Women Podcast with me, your host, Demian. If this is your first time, thank you so very much for coming. Expect something different as far as Arsenal Women content goes. I am a professional musician, so most of my opinions come from a prism of a an artist, a musician, and not somebody that is a football expert or a pundit or a journalist. I'll leave you to follow other people for that or get other content specific to strategy, to match analysis, and things of that nature to to many other amazing podcasts that are out there. And um, I strongly suggest you do that if that's the kind of content that you're looking for. If you want something a little bit different and alternative to the norm, you are at the right place. If you are a returning uh, listener, as always, I love you. Thank you for doing that. I appreciate you. And I feel like I have disappointed you guys because I have not posted anything in the last uh, few days. I haven't been able to, but today is when I have a few minutes to actually do something. And I, I got here in my little studio and recorded. By the way, for those new as well, or even an older listener, not in age, but in um, you know what I mean? Uh, I have a blog called thatarsenalwomenblog.com, in case you didn't know. And on that blog, I post every single day. Every single day, there's something that I post, either directly related to Arsenal women, a player, thoughts on some, you know, transfers going on or whatever it is. And I can also speak about a lot of topics adjacent to Arsenal women and football. A lot of when when the Dutch women play, the podcast sort of more or, or the blog sort of morphs and this podcast too, to be fair, they morph into more of a Dutch women's national team uh, focused uh, output. So just be aware of that. So anyhow, thank you for tuning in. Thank you for subscribing, for sharing, for rating, um, for leaving a review if you can. If you haven't done it, uh, please do so. It would really be appreciated. And I have to be honest, I have seen a very cool growth, uh, small but significant for me, in not only on this blog, uh, on this podcast, but also on the blog. So I want to thank any and all who have tuned in and been uh, active listeners and active participants in 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 this uh type of content in this particular uh, blog specifically. So let's get to talking about a few random things. And, you know, the the these lists and these awards that uh, it, it's almost like this thing where I, I, I never learn my lesson. Like I'm always, I always anticipate X thing to happen and they never do. And I know that I'm going to be disappointed. And I still kind of watch or keep an eye on it. And it's hard not to because when whenever you you sort of group together the best at something or massive personalities of something uh, together, it's uh, it's something to behold, you know. Like I don't necessarily want to watch the darts, right? But the other day when when they were playing the championship 
um, it, it was just incredible to see the best doing something and so much excitement around something. So the fact that I might not rate these awards high um, for, for numerous reasons, I, I still watched or I still wanted to keep an eye on what was happening. And of course, there are things that I agree with, things that I don't agree with. And that, that that's not the, the point right now. I think what, what I'm trying to say is how amazing it is that it's now becoming the norm to have, you know, an award ceremony when you have, you might have Mbappe, Holland, Tony Cruz, for example, and I don't know, Kevin De Bruyne. And then you also have in the same breath and the same ceremony, Aitana Bonmati, and you have, uh, you know, the several other players. Obviously, the, the list goes on forever. Ella Toon, Mary Earps, Lucy Bronze, you name them. They were there. Uh, it was magnificent to see. And, of course, our very own Alessia Russo. Uh, that was amazing to see, and I'm really happy for her. So that was pretty cool overall. Again, even if I there were things that I saw that I wasn't, I don't know if, if not being impressed is the right terminology, but like, you know, seeing a player like Alex Morgan there, it, it, it didn't make any sense to me. But, you know, it's like, well, that is Alex Morgan. You know, it's a player that uh, a lot of people voted for. Clearly, she's a fan favorite and she's also a, a lot of players respect her. So I don't know. I don't know if this is a... Uh, one of those emotional voting processes or whatever it is. And that kind of brings me to the point where like among the, the reasons why things are, are weird is that a lot of times these awards are voted by players themselves. And it lends, at least to me, to some sort of a, not speculation or judgment, but it's like I don't know if they are always as objective as, as they should be for an award like this or for voting for things like that you know you i'm assuming you're always or for a lot of for a lot of them they're going to vote for their teammates or they don't know a lot of the players and they vote for the uh, person they know and this goes for journalists and people in general like this goes for the grammys too by the way and, and music awards that i've always thought are, are kind of silly it's like people pay or become part of the grammy academy and then they get sent all this music to listen to and you can't tell me that professional musicians that should be out there either playing, performing, recording, teaching, composing, writing. They're also supposed to be practicing hours upon hours a day. So if they don't do that because they're listening to every single album and every single song that the Grammy sent them, there's no way they're doing that. So I'm sure they're phoning in, in a lot or they're voting for people that they're like, oh, I know this artist. They, they, they have to be amazing. Or this band, like, oh, Bob Dylan released a record. Well, yeah, that's going to be better than anything that any other artist releases because it's Bob Dylan. So they vote for Bob Dylan, whether it's good or not. Or like if the Rolling Stones release an album, even if it's not that good, people are going to vote for the Rolling Stones because they're the Rolling Stones, that kind of a situation. Or maybe a player plays for a club. Like, you know, there's a lot of uh, li English lionesses is there, lionesses there, and I think there should be more Barcelona players or whatever. It doesn't matter. That's not the point. The point is that I'm really excited about the fact that it's 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 it just feels more natural, common, and normal now to have so much focus on the women and, and speculation about the women and discussion about the women. Whereas a few years ago where, I mean, obviously the award didn't even exist, but it was just kind of like what was fed to the masses instead of um, this seems to be less of a shock for a lot of people and less of a sort of mean discussion 
like, oh, they just picked these people because of this. It's more of like, oh, okay, cool. Like, I, I would give this people the award, but that's a fair shout for them. Um, so I thought that was pretty interesting. And, and when it comes to other interesting things as it relates to lists, I thought it was really cool how The Guardian did their um, top 100 players in the world. And I had said in the WSL, I, that's not what I meant. I apologize. I might have to redo the intro. But anyway, the fact of the matter is that when, when a list like that is um, released, you have to, I mean, you don't have to. But if it makes you feel a certain way, I encourage you to look into how the list is made. And Susie Rack explained it. I encourage you not only to follow her if you don't, she's the best, um, but but to to figure out or, or look through her Twitter account to see what uh, how she said it specifically. But it basically it's a list of lists and people get, uh, you know, they get some value and then they get added and they are what they are. But for me, for example, I cannot take a list like that too, too seriously, or let me put it this way. I cannot let a list affect me like it once did when I constantly see, for example, my favorite player in the world, who I think is one of the best still to this day and the smartest player, Daniela van der Donk. She's number 51 or 54. Like, what are you talking about? Like, what kind of list is this? Like, no, thank you. Uh, hard pass. That's kind of what I want to say and what I want to see. And, I want to see, and there are players, you know, that are nowhere near where they're supposed to be, from, in my opinion, whatever the hell that means, not only in a higher uh, position, but also in a lower position where I just, it, it, it makes no sense to me. And I think the, the, the easiest thing to do is when you have, let's just say, I know, I don't know, Van der Donk at 51, whatever it was. And then you have somebody at 49, that you don't particularly rate. And I'm like, well, what? Are you kidding me? She's at least better than that. Or then you see somebody at like 53, 54 that you think are nowhere near as good or they should be like 200, 300. And then that gets me angry as well. Like, how are you putting her so close to these two people? Like, and, and it's not a, a pleasant thing to hear and, and or to think. So yes, of course, I want to be Mr. Positive and how excited I am about you know, these lists and people getting their flowers and all this other stuff. I get it. But there's like another part of me that that it's just like the normal sort of judgmental, natural instinct thing, instinctual thing that I'm like, ugh. And I roll my eyes and I'm like, there's no way that this player is this good or there's no way to play that that player. And it has to do with, you know, the clubs they play for. Or there are a bunch of Chelsea players that I don't want to, uh, I don't want to admit that I like and, and, and things like that. So that's kind of what I have to say about that. You didn't ask me, like you didn't ask about a lot of things. Um, but that's the way this goes. Another thing that we saw in another kind of awards was Leah Williamson, excuse me, Leah Valti talking about how basically putting away the rumors, putting them to rest, the rumors about her going to, um, what is it? Madrid, Real Madrid. Real Madrid. And it, I find that very interesting because it made me kind of think about rumors in general, how they start, how irresponsible it is for people to start rumors that are baseless and so on. And at the same time, how we have no idea how much truth there actually is to these rumors. And I think that's one of the fascinating things uh, from the outside looking in, uh, in general, not only in, in, in sports, but in music, right? So I have... Some of you know this, some of you don't. I 
get to play with some big pop artists. And as it relates to them, you always see things on Twitter or Instagram or TMZ or a bunch of news outlets that claim to know what's going on and they have such certainty about things that are based on absolutely nothing. And it, it just, it part of me th thinks it's funny. You know, you're like, oh, ha, that's, that's crazy. And some are not. Like I've been, when I used to play with, with Nick Jonas or the Jonas Brothers, there would be things where they would say like, so-and-so is here. And I was literally sitting next to them like as Joe was playing like Fortnite or something. Like there, it's just like, it's just absurd the kind of things that you hear and you, and it just makes you wonder like what, what did people gain from all these things and all these lies, right? And again, some are lies and some are not. Some, and I also know this from, from another sort of perspective through the, through the footballing world, women's football specifically, where you hear things about a transfer and then people say like, no, no, that's not happening. And then it happens and it's like, well, I knew all along and you knew all along. Things like that. Uh, so it's just really interesting to me to see sort of the, this juxtaposition of lies, reality, rumors, speculation, and all this other stuff. And I, I like I wrote the other day, like I'm guilty as anybody else, if not more than anybody else, uh, of wanting some of these rumors to be a thing. And I read into them and, and I'm like, what if Mary Earps comes and blah, blah, blah. And oh my God, the other day I heard like Kira Walsh, my be here you know so one of the things that has helped me in case you have a problem with this is locking off twitter and uninstalling twitter on your phone the amount of peace that i have felt honestly in the past uh month or so not having to read a lot of nonsense has been magical and of course i've missed on a lot of, a lot of things And I've missed some of my people that I care about, my friends, some of their discussions among themselves and, and, and not arguments, but, you know, conversations among themselves about Arsenal, which I love and I miss. And also part of what I do as far as writing this blog, I need to know what the hell is going on so I can write something either about that or share some information about some things. And it just hasn't been that easy uh, to do when I'm a little disconnected. But the fact is that I uh, don't miss, you know, some random people talking about, you know, Leah Williamson's looks or how they know for a fact that this will happen. And it's like, well, you're a 13-year-old person living with your parents and you have literally no access to anything relately, uh, remotely related to the club and you're claiming that you know X, Y, or Z. Like, it, I got tired of that and, you know. I recommend you sort of moving on as well from, from that kind of stuff. And it, uh, lastly, I, I wanted to mention something about uh, Leah Williamson, and I'm not going to mention a lot because I have not read the interview. I believe it came out um, on the Telegraph, I want to say. But I had hinted a few weeks ago when I spoke about a little bit about how I finally had watched the step-by-step -step documentary. How, I, yeah, I'm happy about the recovery and all this other stuff, but that I felt that there had to be a way, 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 way darker side to this that they weren't showing. And I don't mean specifically as it relates to literally Viv and Beth, 
but in general, how somebody's journey, if they, you told me it was very, very hard and dark and darker and tougher, I would have believed you even more than if you told me like, oh yeah, it was great. Like I, I wouldn't have believed that it was just normal. So I encourage you to find it and read it because it, it'll shed some light as, as to what I think it's, I want to be careful as to, to how I say this. Of course, how and what Viv and, and, and Beth went through is real. That's their reality, right? So I'm not going to say like, well, Leah's experiences are the real thing. No, they're both real. So don't, don't try not to get too bogged down about sort of that. The few things that I've read about what Leah said have been so hard to read and I just keep going back as a musician. I keep going back as, as to without having to read the whole thing. I keep going back as uh, to to her documentary on the BBC about playing piano and how that helped her. So, you know, it's it, it's really hard because these are people that we end up caring about. Like I said before, so of course it's easier to see somebody you care about, like a Viv or or Beth or Laura, and they 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 successfully go through this injury process and they are smiling and they're scoring and they're back on the pitch uh quote unquote like people say as they as if they never left that's always great and it's like oh, oh it's easier for me to deal with right it, it's not like never mind what they deal with but it's like oh well it's easier for me to deal with because i'm i know they're okay what's hard as a friend and a supporter and a person is to be truly empathetic and be there for the people that truly need it, right, the most. And I'm not saying that other people whose recovery is easier don't need it. That's not what I mean. What I'm saying is that there might be darker times for different people. People handle things differently. So if nothing else, if there's anything that I can say, not only for myself, but for you if you need to to, to do this or if you're going through through something with a friend is that we a we need to check on our people we need to make sure that they're doing well that they're um, facing the the thing with with as much strength or support as possible and if they don't have the strength to be the support system I recently found out that a good friend of mine had a very very um, sort of light form of cancer whatever that means and She's such a close friend of mine, excuse me. She's such a close friend of mine that I, it, it made me really, really nervous and really scared. And then I was just like, okay, she's going to be fine. She's just going to be fine. And she told me herself that she was going to be fine and that the doctor said she was going to be fine. And I was like, okay, cool. So I like almost didn't check in on her. And I didn't for a few days. And during those few days, it didn't go as well as she wanted it to be. And she's okay now. She's perfect. But I felt really, really bad. So anyway. A lot of these things that we live through as, as football fans and, and, and football watchers can be applied to our lives. And, and this is why we have to be very careful about the output that we give on the internet because people can read, people can feel, and there are vibes that we put out there. So why not be as positive and optimistic as we can? As always, my friends, thank you so much for listening. I really, really appreciate you. Quick reminder, that arsenalwomenblog.com, that arsenalwomenblog.com in which I post every single day, every single day. Thank you so much for listening and we'll talk again real soon.